0: Welcome to AfriKindness Podcast. Yes, yes, a podcast dedicated to showcasing the richness and diversity of African culture. Join us as we explore the past, present and future of the African continent and challenge common myths and stereotypes. Whether you're a non-African interested in learning more about the continent or an African seeking to connect with your roots, This podcast is for you. Yes, we aim to educate, entertain, and encourage through natural, authentic, and conversational dialogue. From solo commentaries to panel discussions, we'll share our experiences, stories, and expert views using metaphors, analogies, humor, to help you discover the beauty and pride of
1: africa
0: yes,
1: yes. <laughs> greetings fellow explorers of knowledge and welcome back to another captivating episode of myths and misconceptions i'm your host kumile olabe and today we're delving into a crucial aspect of our journey the impact of these myths and stereotypes right at our home within african communities in our previous episodes, we've journeyed through the tangled webs of myths and misconceptions that shroud Africa's diverse tapestry. We delved into the 10 most common myths and misconceptions about Africa. Misconceptions like all Africans live in hearts, Africa is a country, a continent full of corruption, poverty, and war, and that all our men carry guns, Africans depend on AIDS, we don't speak English, and much more. Ah. We embarked on a quest to shed light on these misconceptions that have long clouded the perception of Africa. We also debunked this myths and misconception with the right information. So if you have not listened to our previous episode, I would encourage you to do so. It's quite informative, I must say. We have learned that these narratives didn't just emerge out of thin air. They were nurtured by history, fueled by media portrayals, and sustained by biases. Dear listeners, have you ever felt the weight of misinformation pressing down on your identity? Have you wondered how these myths affect us right where we live, where we grow, and where our stories unfold? Today, we're embarking on an introspective expedition to uncover the layers of influence that myths and misconceptions have within African communities, both emotionally and culturally. So stay with me. So let's delve deeper into the layers that myths and misconceptions weave within African communities. Within the communities of this magnificent continent called Africa, Mis and misconception are not just mere abstract notions. They have real consequences that dig deep into the fabric of identity, affecting how individuals and how people perceive themselves and how societies interact. These are not just abstract concepts. They are like invasive roots that intertwine with the very essence of who we are as people. So let's picture this. Let's picture a child growing up in a world where misconceptions overshadow the remarkable achievements of Africa. Let's take a moment to imagine a young African child internalizing these misconceptions about their homeland, believing that their heritage is defined solely by poverty, by war and struggle. Just imagine that young African child. Hmm. still in that reflective mood consider the young minds children and young people who internalize this falsehood who bear the weight of distorted perceptions they might hesitate to celebrate their heritage fearing that it is synonymous with hardship poverty and I tell you what a lot of children and young people feel disconnected from their roots because of these misconceptions and negative stereotypes and narratives limits their aspirations and potential, robbing them of the richness that Africans' culture and histories offer. It's a heavy burden to bear, and it shapes the perception of self-worth and potential. So as we journey through this topic of myths and misconception, I'm reminded of this African proverb, the fool speaks, the wise man listens. You see, the fool always rushes to God's judgments. Perpetuating these myths without truly grasping their impact. This proverb emphasizes the importance of being a good listener, one who always recognizes the worth of other people's life experiences. Hmm. Who speaks, the wise man listens. But we, dear listeners, are the wise who will listen, empathize, and seek to understand. We learn to that. So. I want to share a personal story that underscores the un- urgency of our mission at Africanness, dispelling myths and misconceptions, especially when they affect children. So let's picture this. A typical evening when my children came back from school, they came home from school, full of enthusiasm. They shared stories they had learned during the day. We went from kitchen down to the bedroom, back to the kitchen, back to the living room. And I listened with so much joy about how their day has been. However, as they spoke, my heart sank. The narratives they were excitedly recounting were riddled with inaccuracies and stereotypes about Africa. Africa is a country? How? Where? My daughter shared hysterically how that became a hot topic during playtime. And in the process, she got confused herself. <laughs> At that point, it became very evident that these myths and misconceptions were in confined to textbooks or the classroom. They had permitted the digital spaces my children explored, the conversations they had with their peers, and even the media that they consumed. And in their innocence, they absorbed these misconceptions without discernment. And their understanding of Africa was becoming skewed. As a parent, I realize the power of these myths to shape young minds. These ideas often propagated without ill intent, I tell you, often have the potential to harm. They create an incomplete, distorted image of Africa, fostering misunderstanding and perpetuating biases. And what is more concerning is how effortlessly these myths move from one child to another, like whispers in the wind.
0: Hmm.
1: Misinformation, once internalized, takes its roots. It influences how children view themselves, how they view their peers, and how they view the world at large. It instills a sense of inferiority, a misinterpretation of cultures, and an ignorance of the vibrant tapestry that is Africa. My children were on within carriers of this myth, and it was clear that the circle needed to be broken. Yes, the circle needed to be broken. This experience taught me that the battle against myths and misconception isn't just an abstract concept. Is a very real, everyday struggle for every parent, educators, and and, and for the community at large. It's about providing our children with the tools to differentiate between truth and falsehood, to embrace diversity, and to stand up against stereotypes. It's about ensuring that our children, the future generations, don't inherit a legacy of misinformation. Rather, they should inherit a legacy of understanding, respect, and unity. This personal encounter reaffirmed my dedication to shedding light on this misconception and fostering a more accurate, compassionate view of Africa for our children and beyond. And not just in our homes, but in schools, in society, in public places, and in communities home and abroad. That is my story. But before we set out on this exploration, let's ground ourselves with the wisdom of this African proverb that beautifully explains the essence of our topic. The fool speaks, the wise man listens. These words are more than just an adage. They are guiding light on our path of understanding. The wisdom here reminds us that truly wise individuals engage in active listening, embracing diverse perspectives before crafting their responses. Is a call to everyone, including myself, to approach conversations, not with assumptions, but with an open mind, with an open heart. In our quest to explore how myths impact African communities within the continent, we will apply this proverb as a lens to navigate these intricate dynamics. The fool, you see, rushes to judgment and speaks without truly comprehending the implications of their words. On the other hand, the wise person listens, absorbs, and carefully considers his words. Let's hold on to that thought for a moment, shall we? As people, we must confront the psychological and cultural implications of this myth, S1, and consider the impact on communities, on societies, and even on a whole continent. Let's picture a a society where the brilliance and resilience of African communities are obscured by misconceptions. Just picture that. These misconceptions zip into the very soul of every African community, affecting psychological well being and cultural pride. When myths cast shadows on the achievement, vibrancy, and diversity of Africa, they dampen the flames of self pride and resilience that have burned for generations. This not only erodes self-esteem, but it also fractures the collective identity that has been nurtured through generations. Hmm. The psychological toll is immense. People may grapple with feelings of inadequacy, internalizing stereotypes that suggest that they're less capable, less accomplished. And this misconception sources of doubts, injuring the blossoming of self confidence, of self pride, of potential. That's what it does. Culturally, the implications are profound. When our heritage is painted with broad strokes of misunderstanding, it creates an uphill battle to maintain cultural pride. Is a struggle to showcase vibrancy of our tradition, languages, and history in the face of distorted narratives. And that is where we are. As a wise man listen, We must listen to the silent struggles that arise from these misconceptions. Look around you. Their faces. The struggle. We must try to understand the internal battles faced by individuals as they navigate their identities in a world where stereotypes persist. But amidst these challenges, there is an inspiring truth. African communities have always been resilient and resourceful. The African spirit always remains unbroken. The resilience that courses through the veins of African community is a beacon of hope. When I look through our youths, when I look through people from African communities, I see that high level of resilience. They thrive despite adversity and myths won't change that. The journey towards dispelling this falsehood is a journey of empowerment. And even within these challenges, the same wisdom of the fool speaks, the wise men listen can guide us towards empowerment. So as we listen today, let's embrace the wisdom of this proverb, listen to the narratives of African strengths and achievements that have often been overshadowed on stories of triumph over adversity of achievements that defy the constraints of myths. So to every Africans listening today, these stories remind us that our narrative is not solely defined by misconception, but enriched by resilience and accomplishments. Oh, dear listeners, embracing our identity is an act of empowerment. Embracing our identity is an act of empowerment. By acknowledging the distortions and actively countering them with truth, we uplift one another. I tell you, Every instance of cultural celebration, every achievement that defies stereotypes contributes to rewriting the story of Africa. Dear non Africans, as we learn our years, we learn, we empathize, and we become part of a collective movement to reshape that narrative. I am because we are. This is about our common humanity. Will you be part of that movement? Where do we start from? One of the most powerful tools that I know of, that we have against this falsehood, is knowledge. And I will explain that with the illustration of a garden. Just as a garden needs care and attention to thrive, so does our understanding of Africa. And this applies to both Africans and non-Africans. As we explore the connections between knowledge, cultivation, empathy, and the battle against misconceptions, we are reminded of that African proverb that says, Knowledge is like a garden. If it is not cultivated, it cannot be harvested." So let's talk about cultivating knowledge. It is a foundation upon which we stand to challenge these needs. Just, just as a gardener tends to the plans with patience and dedication, we too must engage in critical thinking, research, and open-mindedness to uproot the weeds of misconception Information. think about it. Just as a single seed can blossom into a magnificent tree, a simple act of seeking accurate information can lead to a more informed understanding of Africa. This knowledge doesn't just appear, it is cultivated through curiosity, exploration, a commitment to digging deeper than surface level assumptions. But dear listeners, my personal story underscores the importance of our mission. Mis- and misconceptions are not armless tales. They are far-reaching, they are far-reaching effects that touch even the youngest minds amongst us is our responsibility to break this cycle, to be the wise who listen and then guide our children towards the truth. So before we wrap up this, this exploration, let's take a moment to reflect on our personal role in challenging this mix within our communities. Let's remember that being wise does not require grand gestures. It starts with humble and thoughtful conversations, with the willingness to truly listen, to challenge these myths within our communities. We must have that open-mindedness to listen, and by enlightening our achievements and celebrating our diversity, we add strokes. To a very much more accurate and vibrant portrayal of Africa. The wisdom of the fool speaks, the wise man listen, calls us to be wise, to be listeners, and to be empathizers. For their listeners, the journey to dispel myths is a journey we take together. Let's be the wise mind that encourages open dialogue, celebrate cultural heritage, and empower one another to rise above the limitations of misinformation. As we conclude today's episode of Myths and misconception, I want to extend my heartfelt gratitude to each one of you for joining me on this enlightening journey. Your support, your curiosity and dedication to unraveling myths and misconceptions and embracing truth are truly inspiring. And I'm grateful for that. Let's remember that our children's minds are like fertile soil, waiting to be nurtured with accurate knowledge and empathy. And by engaging actively in conversations, by teaching them to question and seek, we equip them to be the ambassadors of truth. In our next series of episodes, we will delve into the root cause of this myth and misconception where did they originate from and why is linked to racism and how it shapes the global perception of Africa. And we will also look at why reshaping these narratives is crucial for international collaborations and mutual understanding. It's crucial for our future growth. Lastly, I would like to share a quick update with you. Starting from the next episode, our podcast will be transitioning to a bi-weekly schedule. This adjustment allows us to dive even deeper into our explorations, ensuring that we bring to you the most insightful and informative content possible. So, mark your calendar, set your reminders and stay tuned for our next episode in two weeks. And remember that each conversation, each engagement contributes to reshaping the narrative and fostering a more connected future. Thank you for joining me today for listening and for being part of this transformative experience and journey to unravel myths and misconceptions for a more connected future. Together, we're making a difference one episode at a time. And until next time, stay curious, stay engaged, and let the wisdom of the fool speaks. The wise man listen. Let it continue to guide us. Keep keep the wisdom of that proverb close to your heart, and let it guide you on your path. Bye for now.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Africanest Podcast, where we celebrate African culture and tell our stories. We hope you've learned something new and gained a deeper appreciation for the continent. Join us next time for more conversation, more stories, and more kindness. And remember, our past, present and future are interconnected and it's up to us to shape the narrative and create a better world for our children. Until next time, stay kind, stay curious and stay proud of your roots. (laughs) Africa, am I